Happy day, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time or for the first time in a while, the focus of my podcast is information that I share on my website blog. So how do you find my blog? From your favorite web browser, navigate to my website, www.copperrangellc.com and click blog which appears along the top of the landing page for my website. If you access my website on a mobile device, click the three line menu icon, which is usually in the upper right. So my blog posts have the great photos behind the stories. So you definitely want to make a stop to my webpage so you can check those out and get the visuals. Also on my website, copperrangellc.com, you can also view all my images You can learn about me and keep up with my art show schedule. Good news. We are just about six months into 2021 and the art shows are back on. So at my art shows, you can find my work for purchase, just like you can find it on the internet. But the art shows are a great way to shop my photography in person and meet me and chat a bit. You can also shop safely and easily online. Just click the buy icon on any photo and you'll be on your way to an easy and safe shopping experience. And you can join the ranks of my collectors. But I would love to see you at my next show. So click on that show schedule. So today's podcast is titled, What Goes Up Will Come Down. Know the facts and laws about balloon releases. So there's a place in Maryland where I sometimes go to photograph. It's a stunning and large public garden. It's meticulously cared for. It's visited by a lot of people and appreciated by many. So along with this really beautiful garden, what I regularly see there and I found kind of surprising are balloons and string caught up in the trees around this really picture-perfect place. I was even surprised one day last spring when I witnessed a small group releasing several plain white mylar balloons at the garden. I was really surprised. You know, they had tears in their eyes and that told me that they were probably memorializing a loved one. You know, and death and loss are, are sad and I hated to see that. I hated to have to witness that. But my heart also ached when I thought about the litter that they released and the potential harm to birds and other animals that their actions were actually creating and probably unknown to them. So why are we still littering with balloons? You know, every once in a while, a single balloon accidentally gets loose. A child gets distracted. They lose their grip if they're holding onto a balloon. Or a single balloon somehow escapes from a party. You know, that's a different issue than the intentional balloon releases that have been happening for years. You know, we're talking hundreds of balloons, dozens of balloons. These intentional releases are often done as part of fundraisers, sporting events, weddings, graduations, other ceremonies, birthdays, and to recognize, for example, the death of a loved one. Some people actually see balloon releases as having religious or spiritual significance. You know, and there are actually businesses that actively promote and sell balloon releases. Go to my, go to the blog and you'll see the website for one of these businesses. Um, One of these businesses refers to balloon releases as a quote, growing trend. 
stating that, and this is now in quotes, releases are normally done at the end of the service, a funeral service, to symbolize letting go of the loved one and letting the grieving process begin. As the balloons are slowly drifting upward, it leaves all involved with a peace and a memory that will last a lifetime. End of quote. So, you know, if you're a person who's grieving the, the, the death of a loved one, those words can be very powerful and they can also be some sort of promise, you know, when you're very emotionally vulnerable and grieving. So you can sort of see why people would be potentially drawn to the idea of a balloon release at a funeral event. So putting the brakes on balloon releases, we really need to know the facts and the laws. Balloon releases have started to lose their popularity and acceptance, and some would probably say have completely lost their popularity and acceptance. Well, not entirely. Um, But there are well-documented harms caused by balloon debris, including death and serious injuries to wildlife, as well as the unnecessary litter that balloon releases produce. And this is really the heart of this issue. You know, there have been debates about the extent of damage from balloons and what kinds of balloons are most harmful. You know, for example, helium versus latex versus mylar and balloons with and without strings. And actually strings are really one of the most dangerous parts about balloons. Some businesses have caught on to this declining acceptance of balloon releases and now sell, manufacture, or promote balloons labeled as compostable or biodegradable. You know, and so what we need to keep in mind here is the valid question about those products is how long and under what environmental conditions do they actually degrade. So for example, do these compostable biodegradable balloons actually degrade when they land in open bodies of water or do they float forever and never degrade, risking injury or death to sea life? That's a question that you should ask if you're thinking about getting these kinds of balloons. The same question needs to be asked when balloons labeled biodegradable when they land on land. So how long does it take for them to degrade? Are there certain conditions that have to be met for them to degrade? You know, some of the injuries and other damage that's occurred because of balloon releases is really staggering. And I'm going to just read you a few of the examples that I have on my website blog. So here's one that is, it's almost hard to even imagine. So this is like, you know, if it could go wrong, it will go wrong. So here, listen, a balloon release in 1986, now that's quite a while ago, by the charity United Way Services of Cleveland in Ohio was a fundraising attempt to break the world record for the number of balloons in a single release. One and a half million balloons were released. However, an approaching weather front caused the balloons to return to Earth, covering the city of Cleveland in balloons, causing cars to crash, and hindering a a Coast Guard rescue mission. It contributed to the deaths of two sailors on Lake Erie, and the wife of one victim actually sued the organizers and settled out of court. This massive one and a half million balloon release resulted in injuries to horses and caused traffic accidents. A runway at Burke Lakefront Airport, the Cleveland, the airport in Cleveland, had to be closed. 
the Guinness Book of Records no longer accepts balloon release records. That's an important um, <laughs> qualifier here because that was the purpose for doing this 1986 balloon release in Cleveland was they were trying to set, set a record. That doesn't happen anymore. But just, you know, imagine that scenario, that situation. Here's another example of the damage, that, that the kind of damage that can occur from balloon releases, even a single balloon, sadly. In 2017, a horse in the United Kingdom was killed when a pink helium balloon with a string dropped into the field where the horse swallowed it and began choking. In a panic, the horse bolted across the field and through two gates, breaking two legs and her neck, resulting in her death. There's a couple other examples on my website, and there's lots when you go out on the internet of, of birds being trapped and entangled in balloon, in balloon string, their wings getting injured. And sea turtles actually eat balloon debris because they can mistake it for jellyfish, which is a primary, uh, primary source in their diet. So the good news is change has happened as more of us are educated about the long-lasting effects of balloons, and this is the value of public education and sharing information about the risks of balloon releases. So today, there are several nonprofits and other organizations that actively work to educate on the risks from balloon releases and the alternatives that are available. In addition, the reality that's emerged from the debates and analysis on the risks of balloon releases has led to a number of statewide or locality-based balloon release bans. And there's actually legislation pending in other states. The U.S. states with the balloon with balloon release bans include California, Connecticut, Florida, Tennessee, and Virginia. And I have a source on my website blog for for those laws and where those in other localities. Also, the Maryland state legislature has passed balloon ban legislation, which is currently, as of the time of this podcast and this in the blog piece, is currently waiting for the governor's signature. So there are also several localities, you know, for example, towns, townships, counties that have passed their own b- balloon release bans. And you want to visit this website. Actually, let me just. Uh, it's balloonsblow.org for a complete list um, and other really excellent resources on the, um, the harms from balloon releases, alternatives, and other education and other um, resources and tools that you can get. So, you know, bottom line, intentional balloon releases are completely preventable. Education and facts about the impacts of balloon releases has led to their declining popularity and acceptance. Even in locations without legal bans, balloon releases have been canceled or simply not considered based on the facts and knowledge that they're short-lived, feel-good moments that are also grand-scale littering events. So the nonprofit organization Balloons Blow, that's two words, I mentioned this before, maintains a list of what they call balloon releases averted. You can go on their website, find that list, and you can get the link to their website on my blog. And the list describes actions that the organization has taken or other just private citizens and individuals who are informed about the dangers of balloon releases have taken to cancel and avert an intentional balloon release. 
So here's just a few cases from their website I'd like to highlight because some of these are really, really significant and it showcases not only what organizations who are dedicated to this work can do, but also what individuals, each one of us can do to avert these. So in July, from in July 2018, after 35 plus years of releasing tens of thousands of balloons at every home football game, Clemson University has finally agreed to end the destructive tradition. Seven years of mass littering alerts, pleading emails, phone calls, Facebook posts, and tweets. The Balloons Below organization was very glad to report that the Clemson football season will no longer include this mass littering event. And they said much respect to all who spoke up over the years. There's a couple other, actually there's a few other examples that I have on my website blog where balloon releases have been averted due to the work of organizations like Balloons Below and and individuals who are educated and aware of the dangers. Very inspirational, very important to know the kinds of actions we can all take individually. So alternatives to releasing balloons. We can avoid the dark side of balloon releases and find easy alternatives that are also safer. So here's the bottom line on this. The first alternative is simply to do nothing. Yes, nothing. You know, a life with less stuff does not mean a lesser life. Balloon releases and their alternatives are not essential for human life. With that said, though, there are alternatives to balloon releases that are less harmful to the environment that we all share. So if you still feel compelled to do that or looking to share information on that, here's a few alternatives. And again, for more on this topic of alternatives to balloon releases, please visit the balloonsblow.org website. So here's some examples of alternatives. Plant in remembrance. Plant native flowers or a tree to remember, honor, or celebrate. Build and install a birdhouse. You know, create a structure for new life. Lighting candles and luminaries. On the anniversary of the passing or the birthday of new life, light a candle to remember a loved one. Blowing bubbles. Blowing bubbles is always fun. Imagine a countless number of bubbles floating away into the sky with a piece of every person that was gathered together in that event. Have a mass gathering. Have people come together to create a shape, word, or image can be very unifying and beautiful. You know, bring your funeral guests or, or whatever the event is, bring them together and have them form the shape of a heart. And then take a photograph of that and share that as, as your memory, as your, as your honor. You can sponsor a bench. We've all seen these. We've probably been out in public parks or natural areas, and we've seen benches that have a little plaque, a memorial plaque dedicated by or dedicated in the memory of. You know, have one of those benches installed at a park or a natural area with the name or organization you wish to honor. I think those are great. You know, write a message on seed paper and plant it. This is a great activity for kids, but also I would love to do this myself. I've never done it. Seed paper is a kind of paper you can buy or make that's embedded with seeds. The seeds grow once it's placed on soil and kept water, kept watered, excuse me. It might have native wildflower seeds or vegetables or herbs. Friends and family can write their messages 
to the deceased, if it's that particular kind of situation, on the seed paper. And I actually, in my website blog, I have a link for a recipe for making seed paper. It actually comes from NASA. It's really easy. It's just a great activity for kids. So thank you for listening today. Spread the word about balloon releases and the alternatives. You know, please share and get the word out. Visit my website, www.copperrangellc.com, where you'll find links to the issues and resources highlighted in today's podcast. You can view my wildlife and nature images, send me an email, keep up with my show schedule, and become a collector. Have a great day.